Hello, women's hockey fans. Welcome to another episode of the Founding Four podcast. I am your host, Erica Ayala, and we are going to recap week six in NWHL. But first, if you're listening to this when it airs, at this point, late Thursday, um, it's Thanksgiving here in the in the states in the United States. So, for those who are with family, whether it's officially for the holiday or not, I hope that as we get into the holiday season, overall, that you are um, taking time to just say what you are appreciative for, who you are appreciative of. I want to make sure that all of you listening know that I am very thankful for you for sticking it out with the Founding Four podcast. We have another great episode for you. So let's get into it. We're going to recap week six in the NWHL. We saw the Connecticut Whale travel up to the Boston Pride for the first time. And then the Buffalo Buttes hosted the Minnesota Whitecaps for the first time this season. We'll start off Saturday in Boston. Undefeated team coming in 8-0. Lovisa Salander has been a absolute dynamite lights out goaltender however she did not start against the connecticut whale it's victoria hansen she gets the start she gets the start for boston against the connecticut whale sonia shelley in net again for the connecticut team and you know this was all Boston. I think Sonia Shelley did a great job. She made 40 saves uh, on 46 shots faced. She had a really strong first period, but then as the the Boston team does, they kind of wore down that Connecticut defense. This ends 8-0 in favor of the Boston Pride, which means not only did Victoria Hansen get her first start, as I just mentioned, she also got her first win and she got... Victoria Hansen gets the first NWHL shutout of the season. We've been close. We've been close a few times as a broadcaster. I know a lot of people in the comments on Twitch like to talk about the jinx. I don't really believe in the jinx. I don't believe in the broadcaster jinx. Let me tell you why. That's me as a broadcaster, as an analyst, taking a lot of credit for years of work uh, of uh, that the players have put in on the ice. So I don't like to do that. I like to give credit where credit is due, and that belongs to the players. So congratulations to Victoria Hansen and, of course, the Boston Pride, who are now 9-0. and 9-0. And um, then if we go to the other Saturday game, this was a game where I, I was checking scores. We started in Boston, I guess, about an hour before... The, they dropped the puck in, in Buffalo. By the time I checked in uh, around, uh, I guess, the end of the first period, it, 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 was, it was close to the end of the first period. And I believe Minnesota had already three goals by the time I checked. They ended up with four goals in the first period. Uh, but you also saw that Megan DeLay got a goal in the first period. So four to one in the first period, and then the Buffalo Buttes, they storm back. They storm back, they make it a 4-3 to three game, but then but then you see that the Minnesota Whitecaps are able to score on the power play towards the end of the game. This one eventually ends 5-3. to three. You come back the next day, and again, again, the Minnesota Whitecaps, I think they ran up a three spot, two by Allie Thunstrom uh, and Jonna Curtis. And then Taylor Kersey. 
Then Taylor Accursi happened, okay? She had a hat trick. She had a hat trick in the game. The Buffalo Buttes scored four, the last four goals of the game to win this one, four to three, and they split the weekend series with the Minnesota Whitecaps to place them in second in the standings. Also, just want to go back to Saturday. I, I mentioned Mary Parker. She also had a hat trick. So you had Taylor Kersey had a hat trick. You had Mary Parker had a hat trick. You had Victoria Hansen. She gets her first start her first win, and her first professional shutout, the only shutout in the NWHL this year. So lots of really great hockey, lots of great hockey happening this weekend. But for her efforts, five goals on the weekend, it is Taylor Accursi, NWHL Veda Player of the Week. And you know what? I spoke to Taylor Accursi the last time she was in Connecticut, and she talked to me a little bit about her goal celebration. Now, I saw the, the recap of the Saturday games, and I honestly remember her celebration being a little bit tame. I was like, oh, come on, Taylor. We just talked about this. Let's hear what Taylor Accursi had to say after her game in Connecticut, so it would have been before this weekend, about scoring goals and then getting to celebrate those goals in the in the thread on on the broadcast people are really uh giving you some love for your goal selly how much goes into like how much thought goes into that honestly it's just like it just happens like it's in the moment and i just let it happen whatever i'm feeling i just do it a lot of girls they like kind of hold back but i don't i like jump in the glass i sweep the ice whatever whatever i think at the time and how good the goal was then that's where that's what i go off she just kind of goes with it not too much thought in there but uh, my goodness was she fired up Sunday in particular love watching Taylor Kersey get to see her again as the as once again the Connecticut Whale will host the Buffalo Buttes that that preview that I did is up at nwhl.zone the Connecticut Whale they have two games this weekend they host the Riveters they host the Riveters on Sunday now the Riveters have not played since the international break. So they've had plenty of time to rest. They're still looking th- for their first outright win. They have an overtime win. That's back in their first uh, road series against the Minnesota Whitecaps. They got completely shut down by the Whitecaps Saturday and then won in overtime that Sunday. So we have Connecticut hosting the Riveters Sunday, 410 Danbury Ice Arena. I'll be on the call. I'm expecting this to be a good one. Both of these teams want to win. Both of these teams have some young rookies, some talented rookies that are ready to put together a full game. Um, But then also there's history between these two teams. Who can forget season one, the brawl on Star Wars night. That was memorable. Madison Packer has had some some game-winning goals against and some critical goals against this Connecticut Whale team. Tati, her and Tatiana are after a throwback. They actually had a hat trick in the same game. That was kind of wild. I believe that was also Sojun Shin's first official win as a professional with the Riveters, and that ended up actually being Molly Engstrom's last game in the NWHL. Lots happened. That, that, I can't remember. I should look up that date. Anyway, then you have ooh, Shannon Doyle. 
Shannon Doyle's had some game-winning goals, some game-tying goals against the Riveters. And you can't forget her, Selly, just jumping up, those arms waving the air with the stick. It's the cutest little thing. <laughs> it's the cutest thing, Shannon. She's another one. Doesn't really think too much about the celebration. Just kind of goes with the vibe. But then you mix Packer and Doyle. They've mixed it up on the ice before. And I'm talking like, you know, oh, extracurriculars for sure. You know. It's all in good fun. They're both veterans. I don't know if it's all in good fun, but it's it's part of the game, perhaps we should say. Things happen, but uh, I don't know. what What's going to be, you know, Doyle versus Packer, Riveters versus Whale? What's that going to look like in Season 5? Well, we'll find out on Sunday. I'll be on the Whale broadcast, calling the game, as I always do. Hop on Twitch TV, jump in the chat, let me know what you're thinking. Uh, but I think this will be a good one. I've been to one Riveters practice. One Riveters practice. Mike Murphy, buddy, you listening? Remember when I used to have to record our podcast in, in practice? I've done some really crazy things to get the show done at Riveters practice. Miss you, bud. Hope you're well. Uh, <laughs> but uh, And we'll hear more from Mike at the end, of, uh, towards the end of the show. But... Um, so I went to Riveter's practice, and I spoke to head coach Evo, and I also spoke to starting goaltender Sam Walther. Here we go, goaltender for the Metropolitan Riveters, Sam Walther. So first of all, I want to talk to you about, I don't know if you've seen this, but you've gotten a pretty nice little nickname here. <laughs> I have seen it. My parents actually told me about it first. Um, it's so funny because I always, I realized like my last name <laughs> obviously kind of makes that pun, but no one's ever called me before. It kind of makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just one of those things you're not prepared for to see everywhere, but it's funny. I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, kind of going off of that, it, it does seem as though like you have definitely gone on this journey from the last time that you were with the NWHL, not just being with a new team, but uh, in a new role and, and, you know, being asked to do a lot more than you were when you were with Connecticut. How have you been reacting to that? Yeah, I had a lot of nerves at first, definitely. It was a big transition from obviously behind Mary, who was great last year, to this year stepping in to playing a lot more minutes. I think my nerves have showed at times, but I've you know worked with my coaches and teammates just to try to get some of my confidence back. And these next three weeks, that's all I'm focusing on is my mental game and being confident in that new role. So that's that's the key for me these next you know during this break yeah I was talking to coach about that break and it seems like he wants to focus on having the skating at least be pretty high intensity I would imagine that that makes things pretty interesting for you at practice yeah I mean it makes it you know like a game situation which is great and Moose just put it really great on the ice we're we're taking every battle like it's a game situation so that when we play on the 30th we're ready to go like this break you know wasn't this lengthy and we're using it to our advantage just to work on skills, speed, battles, winning pucks, getting pucks to the net. So I think it's going to be a good thing for us. And I'm, I'm curious to get your take on how the team is coming together. I mean, you know, if you look at the results, I think there are probably some things that have been left on the table, but you've also been in most every game. Um, and it seems as though, at least just from my short time being at practice, that this team has a chemistry that's building quite nicely at this point in the season. So so how? what's your read on that? Um, what do you think is helping to facilitate some of that? Yeah, absolutely. I think this team has vibed really well together so far. I've really enjoyed it, even, you know, commuting and not being 
you know, down here all the time. But I think what has helped us is we get to see each other outside of the rink. We get to be together. We you know, went to the Sky Blue game. And those road trips, I think, helped too immensely with team bonding. We got to do some team stuff there. You just get to walk around with your teammates, get to know them. And for me, that's kind of the, the best part about still being in the league is still being a part of the team and getting to be on the bus and in the locker room and do those things. And I think we've really just appreciated kind of those moments off of the ice to help us bring some chemistry onto the ice. And all right, folks. So you you got the recaps. We gave you the matchups for this weekend. You were able to hear from Taylor Kersey, Sam Walther from the Metropolitan Riveters. Uh, just a few other things, and then we'll get you out of here. Um, want to talk around the league? So I've mentioned Lovi Sasalander, and we got news that she got a call up to the Four Nations as a part of Team Sweden. And that's very exciting. She's very excited. So check that story out over at nwhl.zone. A few other things. There was a, a nice story that Mike Murphy did uh, on Emma Vlasic from the Connecticut Whale. Uh, a player that, if you look at the stats, which we know Mike Murphy does because he's the stats man. <laughs> Ah, I miss you, buddy. Uh, so, Mike Murphy, stats man, a great story on Vlasic. And you get to see her in action twice this weekend. So, go check that out. In other news, oh, this is something, I'm going to put this in also the Nine newsletter. But there's this great story up at BC, bostoncollege.edu. And it's the origin story of the Boston College varsity uh, ice hockey team, the women's ice hockey team. They didn't start as a varsity team. So are we surprised? Are we surprised? We shouldn't be. Uh, but it's the determination of one Rini Baker who, uh, who got things started. It's a really great read. It's uh, an oral history of that. And shout out to Doxy McCoy. Class of 77, she was a field hockey player for the Boston College Eagles varsity field hockey player and was recruited to be on the ice hockey team. And I want to give her a shout out because she was likely uh, the first, the first black player for BC women's ice hockey. Um, She talks a little bit about that in the piece. And considering all that's happening in the greater hockey community, also considering we're almost at December, and for me, that's basically almost February, it's time that we brush up on black history in women's ice hockey. Because, ding, 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 let me tell you, folks, there were and are black players on the women's side and their history deserves to be told and yes i love angela james her history is great but there there's more history um and honestly i'm still learning it myself i'm uncovering it myself as as someone who's relatively new to hockey but we have to start documenting that so that's why i want to give a shout out to this piece over at bc.edu if you are a subscriber to the nine newsletter you'll get a few more of my thoughts on that okay Now I want to switch gears. I have some listener questions. And I mentioned my my good friend, the stat man. (laughs) Mike Murphy uh, opened up questions for the Founding Four pod. He asked, which team will be the first to defeat the Boston Pride? Okay, 
here's the thing. There's a little bit of history here. The Riveters, they only had four wins in their first season. The New York Riveters had a total of four wins. Two of those were against the Boston Pride. That was in season one. In season two, the Boston Pride were nearly an undefeated team going into the playoffs. But they lost the final game. The final, one of the last games in the regular season. Who beat them? The New York Riveters. Even in season five, I think the closest game, and I don't even think it's close to say that it's been the closest game, the tightest game, the most competitive game that an opponent has put up against the Boston Pride has been the Riveters. Their first and only as of yet home game. They played the Pride and, uh, you know, they didn't get blanked. And, you know, they looked competitive. So I think, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna say the Riveters. I think the Buttes could also do it though. Um, so we'll have to see. I don't know off the top of my head, Mike, how many, which, which team has more opportunities against the Pride, but let's say it's either the Riveters or the Buttes. Other question. It's still early, but which newcomer do you think has the hardest shot among this year's rookies? This is a tough one, especially because Kendall Cornine is coming into town. She's coming up to Danbury. Haven't seen the Riveters play live, so I haven't seen her play live. And as Mike, you know, I'm all about the eye test. So I'm going to reserve comment on this one just because I want to see what Cornine's got, what she's, what she's working with. Um, and a few other players on the Riveters in particular. So I'm going to hold off on that, but, uh, I'll be keeping an eye open and, and maybe, uh, early December, I'll, I'll come back around to that one. Other question from Cetacean Nation. Any news on the all-star game? Uh, no, I believe it's going to be that second weekend in February. That seems to kind of be when the NWHL always tries to put on their all-star weekend. I, I don't know when. Uh, or excuse me, I don't know where the All-Star game will be. I inquired just kind of for personal planning reasons, and it sounds like we're going to get that announcement soon. So it sounded to me like we're expecting the announcement to come uh, by early December, within a week or two, I guess. Um, so hopefully we'll know soon. Um, yeah. That should be exciting. And then, you know, Tom Burke, you sent over some questions. I already mentioned, you know, I try to keep the regular episodes mostly to the NWHL and then the bonus episodes. I'll do more women's hockey questions. But I also, and I know, you know, Tom and I have talked about this. I just, I want to be careful with uh, speculating too much. It's one thing to kind of give my opinion about the NWHL, PWHPA, the NHL, all of that stuff. I definitely don't shy away from giving my opinion, but I don't know that there's certain topics where I want to speculate just because one, I think if we ask outright questions to the different and varying leadership groups, we should be able to get direct answers and, and not have to speculate on, on certain things. I don't think women's hockey really needs more speculation. Um, but also just because, I mean, you know, we have to move forward. Let's kind of focus on that, Tom. I know you had some other questions, maybe in a bonus episode, I'll get a little bit more into that, but I want to focus on, you know, what are the things that fans want to see? 
You know, Tom, what do you want to see as far as a league? And I don't want it to be necessarily, well, this league didn't do this or this team always did that. No. What what is it that you as a fan of women's hockey or just a fan of hockey? What do you want to see? What's the game day experience that you want to see? So I'm turning your questions into a question. Let me know what you want to see. All right, Tom. So we can talk a little bit more about that other stuff on a bonus episode. But I think we're going to we're going to close it out there. As always, if you have any questions or comments, make sure you are sending them to at Founding4Pod. You can also send them directly to me at elindsay08. We, as always, are thankful to the listeners and especially the Patreon posse. We host the Founding 4 podcast on Transistor FM. Shout out to Transistor. They gave us a little bit of love on the social meets, on social media. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so we are on Transistor, so we have a, a monthly subscription. The, pay, the Patreon helps us to fulfill that as well as a few other administrative things for the podcast. So thank you for the patrons. Become a patron. You can make a monthly donation. You can also make a one-time donation. And there's a link in the bio at Founding4Pod on Twitter. And you can make a one-time donation. And again, that helps with administrative costs and things like travel. I'm hoping to get to Worlds. I was just at the Pittsburgh camp. I'm going to go to the Rivalry Series. Like, things like that. So, help help a sister out. There was another question or kind of comment. Uh, the Founding 4 pod, again, lives on Transistor FM and then you can find it other places you listen to podcasts, but it is free. So, I do have content that sometimes goes out first to the patrons. There are some things that go up only for patrons and they're usually just very raw files that are more general women's hockey and and women's sports related but everything that goes under the founding four podcast heading is free for everyone to listen so subscribe and if you could rate and leave a comment about the founding four pod that would be great let's continue to spread the word about women's ice hockey and founding four podcast hopes to be doing that so thanks again for listening i hope you enjoyed this holiday And if I don't see you around the rinks, I'll catch you next week on another episode of the Founding 4 Podcast. 